Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat, cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to The Leo Effects. I want to say that I'm very excited tonight. I have a very special guest here. Um, Kind of interesting little uh, meeting, I guess, if you would say, because we had a mutual friend on Twitter and... Uh, you know, things got a little crazy there, I think, but we're all good now. And I am very, very excited to introduce to you, Miss Ivy. How are you? Good. I'm very happy that you're here. I have, I have questions. They require okay. answers. I hope I have answers. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my very first question to you would be, like, what is it that you feel you might be most known for within your, your chosen career path? Ooh, um, I get, well, mm, sort of two answers. I guess the, the cool answer, which is the only <laughs> answer, I, I suppose. Um, I voiced a Marvel hero in one of their games, in a mobile game called Marvel Avengers Academy. I voiced Viv Vision. So there's that. If I try to tell people, like, I'm a voice actress, it's like, oh, yeah, from what? And it's like Marvel people have heard of. So, <laughs> so that one. <laughs> Um, But most of my work, I do voiceover for a lot of um, adventure games, like point-and-click adventure stuff. So I've done, um, like, loop group work for the Batman Telltale series. Um, I'm in this game called Unavowed. I'm the main character in a game called Whispers of the Machine. I'm characters in a game called Lamplight City. So, like, anyone who knows those kinds of games, that, like, point-and-click, Secret of Monkey Island-style adventure game stuff, I do... I do a lot of that. That's gotcha. my thing. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you can't sell yourself short on that. That's that's pretty <laughs> wild. What what was it that made you decide to get into this? Um, so I was like a gamer before I was an actor or anything like that. So I kind of came from it from being a fan of games. So I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be neat to be in them? So as a kid, I played like a ton of the Nancy Drew PC games, which are again, like those adventure game style, very like dialogue heavy, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like mute them and record myself speaking the the lines like in the text box and try to like time myself to sync up with the characters because I was a very cool 10 year old. So like <laughs> that, that sort of thing. Um, 
so that I don't know. I just always had an interest in in then doing voices and character stuff, but I'm not great at memorization and I don't like performing in front of lots of people. So voiceover it is. I'm coming at you from my closet. There's padding on the walls. It's wonderful. So. <laughs> <laughs> padding on the walls of a closet typically means something else. But yes, I, I talked I talk to myself in padded rooms for a living. That's <laughs> that's the fun way of describing it. You know, in that line of work, I think that's acceptable. Uh, <laughs> so who would you say was, would you say that the Nancy Drew games were kind of your inspiration or did, was someone or something else more of an inspiration to you? I mean, the, honestly, those games really were what started it for me. I thought that was like the coolest thing and still is the coolest thing. Um, so I guess just because like I, those were the games I played. So growing up with those and then like I played them because there's now what like 33 games in the series so like and they kind of grew up with their audience too so it was like I had my roommate in college played them too I was like okay (laughs) so like that was cool that kind of like followed me um with it and also honestly branching from those kinds of games um developers who I've now worked with and are like colleagues close friends of mine are people um their games I played a lot in college and now I'm in their games so that was neat too so those were all inspirations and it's kind of fun to be like on that, on that level now in that world. So yeah. actually like alongside them. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it weird to play those, those games and hear your voice coming out of a character? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there are certain ones where I, it's funny. I feel like, um, I know people that are like, Oh yeah, I record the thing, did the thing. I never want to hear the thing again. I don't play games. What's a game. I did this now by me. I'm like, I don't know, but does this analogy make sense? You know, like, um, like the old school thing where it's just like the, the old school, like sports player, or like wrestler or whatever, like watching black and white footage, like flickering of themselves over and over <laughs> to like analyze. That's like me with, with the stuff I've done. I feel like, um, we're <laughs> That's like a the good first analogy. Time. Thank you. It's, it's awful. Yes. Because it's just like, um, these are projects I, I would have wanted to play these games anyway. That's cool. So like the first time I play it, it's like, wow, what a fun game. And then like the 18th time I hear it, it's just like, okay, what? Okay. Now what? <laughs> like that kind of thing. I so you. I analyze a lot. So I would say it's funny for certain characters in certain games, I can hear me above all, but at this point for certain projects, it's like, oh, I just kind of recognize that as like the character's voice or you know, the the performance, that kind of thing. But there are certain lines, especially like certain takes when I hear that they've gone with that. It's like I can remember doing it in whatever mannerism accompanied it, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Sort of fun. So do you do, like do you use your own voice or do you try and do like <laughs> crazy character voices for each one? I mean, it, de- it depends on the character. There are definitely a couple that sound closest, I guess, to my natural voice. But even then, it's always acting. So it's like. It sounds like me, but different. It's like me, but purposeful. You know what I mean? Like if it's if it's my quote real voice, it's still not going to be my actual cadence. It's going to be like some level of of acting on it. Um, yeah, but yeah. there, but the, the yeah, but there are other characters though that um, are just ridiculous. Like I've I've voiced like eight year old boys. I was a dragon and something like that kind of stuff, which is extremely not my, <laughs> my speaking voice or or close to it. Um, but yeah, uh, there are a couple of characters, I guess, that are fairly close to my na- my natural voice, but they they always have a little something extra. All right, that's a fair answer. <laughs> <laughs> and have you ever considered like branching into like cartoons and doing? That oh yeah, kind of I, stuff? I yeah I do that too. I guess I should clarify more. I love video games, and that's the majority of what I do. But I do commercial work and animation and stuff as well. 
Um, okay. So I'm, I'm here for it all. Yeah. So, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually, I voiced something. It's a pilot, so I have no clue if it's going to get picked up. But um, I was in a pilot where, it's funny, I auditioned for all three main characters, two little boys and a little girl. And I was sick when I auditioned. So I was like, oh, no, I'm probably not going to book anything. And I booked one of the little boys. And then I got, I was so happy. And then I'm like, oh, no, did I only book it because I was sick? Oh. And <laughs> thankfully, no, I showed up well like two weeks later to record for the session and if anything I sounded better because I could do the boy voice but for longer and also didn't hurt anymore because I wasn't sick so gotcha. turned out okay yeah um I also voiced some characters in an animated web series called God School that's all like Greek gods and mythology but they're in high school yeah. so I, I voiced one of the villains and then one of like the really good girls so <laughs> it's fun to do both on that one <laughs> which one do you prefer Oh, the the evil one, absolutely. So, <laughs> you know, because people people hate her. It's amazing. I go through the comments on it because I'm a creep, and I'm like go through the comments. <laughs> and if you know the myth at all, it's like the story of Hades and Persephone. Right. Um, yeah. So there's a there's a, a side character, a bit of a love triangle situation with that. That's like, it's a part of the myth, but not a lot of adaptations in, involve this character. Her name is Minthy. So she was like this mint nymph or whatever in the underworld. Um, and she had like a fling with Hades and in the myth canon, like Persephone was like, uh, no. And so when she became queen, she like turned her into a plant and like stepped on her. She's like, I'm done with this. In this version though, um, she's more like the it, unclear currently if she was actually his ex or just like this kind of like mean, scary girl who has a crush on Hades. But like, she's definitely the antagonist to Persephone who's like scared of her. So it's a lot of like back off, like he's mine, like that kind of stuff. So all the comments on it, because <laughs> people, people love Hades and Persephone. They're like, Oh my God, I shipped them. They're like my favorite couple. So all the comments are like, Oh, I love Hades and Persephone. Amazing. But you know, that stupid weed minthy has to go. I want to just step <laughs> on her to the ground. And like, I took screenshots of like tons of these and put them on Twitter. And I'm like, I love my fans. Like, right. <laughs> honestly, I love it. Like, it means I'm doing my job. Like, good. Hate right. me. You should. But it's amazing. It's really funny just to see the comments. <laughs> see, I'm remembering that that tale between Persephone and Hades much differently than I'm thinking this show is like showing it <laughs> I, I don't remember it being a good thing in the actual greek it's, myth but I, yeah but then then other versions have kind of like empowered no she actually like was cool with it like okay i don't know different versions and this right, one it's right. like she's just like this shy sweet girl and he's like this shy awkward guy and it's like i want to be with you and she's like but i can't and it's like why i don't know yet possibly because of me because i'm awful like i'm threatening her that's probably right? why not but um, it's good. i don't know it's 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 cute it's cute that's awesome I'm, I'm gonna have to check that one out where can people go to find that one it's on youtube actually um and he just hit uh oh, it's yeah, yeah. one it's one guy who does it he's like really? 20 21 yeah he's like an animation student in france he does the whole show himself he has um, someone helping him with the translations because he also records it in French as well. So he has a team of voice actors and then maybe someone does some of the ba the uh, background art. But like as far as I know, he writes the whole thing. He animates the whole thing. He's done all the art himself um, for the character art and stuff. All the He gets all the sound effects and music. It's amazing. He just hit a million views on episode two. So that's nice. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that's that's out of control. I, I couldn't imagine it's taking awesome. that all under... Under yeah. your wing, you know. <laughs> so, with everything that you've done, all these different video games and 
you know, uh, animations and things. Do you have a preferred genre that you like to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I love video games. And honestly, the, the kinds of games I do that are mostly these like um, adventure narrative type stuff, a mm-hmm. lot of them have been very serious in a good way. Like it's it's rare, I think, to find scripts that do high drama well and give you something like meaty to work with and you know interesting and that kind of thing and it's not just like oh like quirky stuff like i like that too but um it's good when it's like these characters feel like real characters um yeah because like i've done um the game that i'm a lead character or not a lead the lead character in is called whispers of the machine and that game is awesome because not that i'm biased completely but like (laughs) it's very cool it's actually up right now for um uh, it's both for for PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. So right now it's up for best mobile game of the year by um, at a South by Southwest for the gaming awards. So that's cool. I found that out today. That um, is cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, congrats to the team. But I'm glad that my work helped make that happen, which right. is neat. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, she. It's cool though. That character. Um, her name's Vera, and she's like this special agent. Um, with these sort of like. like their augmentations it's like kind of cyberpunk but not really um and it takes place in like far future sweden in this like post ai world and it's like apocalyptic and you're investigating these homicides and this like conspiracy over this like weird forbidden religion that wants to like bring back ai and all this like crazy stuff um and that's cool it's really well written and it's like all these interesting um moral questions and things like that um and what's neat about it in the game is that you can choose three distinct uh, personality paths for her. So you can choose to approach situations like empathetically, logically, or assertively. Um, and that was neat. And their their challenge was to write it to make it all sound like the same character in the end. And my challenge was to act all three of these things, as well as the like vanilla lines, so to speak, in between that are not, you know, like specifically for those paths to make it all sound like the same person. Um, and that was cool. That was like a fun challenge. And the rating was really good. Um, and just ask all these interesting questions. So it's, it's a treat to be able to work on stuff like that. Definitely my favorite. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds like it would be really fun to get into a game like that. Like, oh yeah. If you could, if you could work with anybody, like anybody of your choice, who, who do you think <laughs> that would be? Oh boy. Um, my fangirl answer is Ken Levine. So, like, <laughs> the Bioshock series is like my favorite thing on the planet. Like if I mean completely real, like anything he does next, because I know there's a new Bioshock game coming out, but I don't think he's involved. I don't know what's up with that, but just so, yeah, like anything Bioshock, but honestly, just anything he does next or ever would love to be involved in that um which is like such a pipe dream but yeah <laughs> um i'm just obsessed with like bioshock like like talk about drama that's well written like honestly amazing so that's that <laughs> right on right on <laughs> and if you know kind of along those same lines if you had free choice of anything that you wanted to be in what do you think that would be free choice of anything i want to be in well i guess i, I guess like one of his games but i mean like the Bioshock series again, I suppose yeah, okay. it's the same answer. You know? That's just like the, the dream, I suppose. Um, just cause like those games are incredible. Um, <laughs> right. or, or a Nancy Drew game, which is more attainable considering the stuff I've done, I suppose, but I would love to get involved with that. Um, whenever they, they're making their next one. I know they just came out with one. Um, 
But yeah, I guess the short answer is all games because that's exciting. But um, <laughs> all but yeah, of the things, all the things. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I love, I love all the narrative games and things like that. So anything that's just like character heavy and has like room to play with, with like um, interesting characterization. Right, right. De- definitely what I like doing. <laughs> Have you ever considered Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in a D&D group, but we haven't met in a long time because um, they, I do my voice stuff and I'm also a writer and the two guys I do it with, they're both in film and they've been like swamped lately. Um, oh, so we haven't okay. met in a while, but yes, I do do D&D when, nice. when we all have four hours free on a Saturday, which is like once a year no but <laughs> yeah not for not real. quite but kind of yeah unfortunately but yeah <laughs> yeah so along those lines do you i guess the, my question would be when you're doing your readings for uh video games or um, any of the other like animations do you do a lot of improv or is it like 90 percent scripted 100 percent scripted oh there's a fair amount of improv um especially for animation stuff. It also depends on who you're working with and how they feel about that kind of thing. Um, I'm fortunate in that, um, especially for video games, I work with a lot of, you know, indie developers and stuff like that, who some have just been totally open to letting me do whatever I want (laughs) with the script. (laughs) Like I I recorded for one game recently um, where the guy gave me the script um, and English was not his first language. So he said to me, look, you can change any lines you want to make it just sound more natural in English. Like, just do whatever you want. So for that, like, yeah, and that was awesome. Um, That was fun. So like, I I got to basically just sort of, you know, I gave him a couple of takes on certain things because it's like, I don't, I want to make sure you're still getting the point of the line across. But also like, I feel like someone would phrase it this way instead and got to do a lot of um, improv and stuff like that there. Um, And with animation, so much of it's improv. Um, when I was recording that uh, thing I was talking about before, the animated pilot where I'm like a eight, nine-year-old little boy who's like a fox. They're yeah. all animals. <laughs> that that thing. There, because it's like a kid show, um, there was like a whole, I don't even know, like minute and a half, two-minute section where it's just like the three little kids, um, you know, like running around the town or whatever trying to find something. So... The way that I recorded that, they had the animatic done already. So it's like the storyboards and they're moving, all like the rough animation, that sort of thing. I was also the last um, person to record for that. So all the other voices were in already, like the rough version. So for that, the director just explained like, okay, this is what's going to happen in the scene. You're going to see like um, the kids are like running around trying to find this thing. Um, They're going to like run over to here um, and then be disappointed and then run back and then do this and then... They're going to get scared by this thing, run away from it. You'll notice that um, your character, he he's like the third one to land in the um, the car when they like drive away. He's going to like hit his head on top of the roof and then they're going to drive away. So he's like, I just, I want Walla for all of that. And Walla just basically means like nonverbal sounds, like all oh, the okay. sound effecty stuff. So for that, there's no script. There's no, and then you go like, oh no, like, no, it's just like, just react to it. So I just watched the footage um, of the animatic and just reacted in real time. All of that, like all the like running, like panting noises, like a sound, like a sigh to be like disappointed, more running, 
like a, a scared, like, like, whoa, kind of noise or whatever. And then like more running when he tripped, like, like, an, like when he falls, you know what I mean? Hits his head, that kind of thing. Like, so that was just entirely improv and that it's like, just react to it. You know, if it feels natural to say something, say it, but just, um, just react to what's happening. There yeah. is no script. <laughs> that's, that's fun. It's, um, that also like, gave me like a workout <laughs> doing <Right>. that because <laughs> it's like you have to breathe a lot like all right we're running <sighs> like that you know it just sounds kind of funny but um right it was fun. <laughs> and i i've heard that they say that when you actually kind of not necessarily running around your house or anything but when you're trying to engage those same muscles it sounds more natural than if you're just like pretending to do it do you think that's true um I guess maybe I don't know I mean it's it's pretty physical when you're doing it I'm not gonna be like literally running but like right right things things definitely get um physical especially when I recorded loop group for which is more like walla like background noises for the telltale game that was six people in one booth and that was nuts because uh they did this thing at least for the guys because I don't know they didn't want the women getting beat up in the game, I suppose, because they're like, oh, for the guys, like in this scene, um, what the director is like, when I point to you, give me a noise that's like um, Batman is like choking you from behind. I need to hear that noise when I point to you, like go. We did, They did that in like a round. And then it's like, OK, now Batman's punching you in the stomach. Now, as like the crook, you managed to get the big machine gun and you're like holding it and you're firing it. So like, you know, I need like you know, now I'm in control, like laughing or whatever. And everyone's just like pantomiming this stuff, you know, like everyone's like doubling over to feel like they're getting punched, but then, Mm -hmm. you know, hitting the mic, like that kind of thing. Um, (laughs) People are literally, I remember like holding their throats, like pretend, like not actually choking, but just physically feeling, you know what I mean? Like getting into it. Um, So that, that sort of thing definitely helps, I think. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't advise actually running in place to be actually run out of breath. But <laughs> no, no. But what yeah. you just described is exactly exactly yeah, what yeah. I was told. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're going to throw a punch, you don't actually throw a punch. But if you kind of like make the fist and tense up the muscles like you would be, mm-hmm. it, it sounds a little more natural. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's very physical. That's awesome. That's really <laughs> cool. I, I got to ask a, a pretty deep question here i guess Um, (laughs) this is uh you know from your own opinion and experience like what advice would you give to a newcomer that's just trying to get into this this whole business um don't hold yourself back which is very lame advice but it's extremely true because that's what i did for a really long time (laughs) (laughs) honestly like just just go for it i know that sounds super lame but um I don't know, like how I got involved is basically I saw like an open casting for something for a game uh, on Twitter audition, did not book it. Like, don't, it's not that story. It's not fantasy. I did not book it. So, no. Um, <laughs> but no, no, no. But I did find out I, I made it past the first cut, which was unexpected and, and cool. Um, and honestly, that alone gave me the confidence to get in touch with the casting director um, who did voice classes. So I met with her and I was like, listen, I have no experience, no training, no nothing. Like, will you have me? And she was like, yeah, let's do this. So I started working with her, uh, took more classes, took improv classes, lots of improv classes. It's very helpful. Um, just gets you like thinking on your feet, doing character work, be comfortable with that sort of thing. Um, just more and more training. And it's one of those things that like, you have to know that if you want to pursue this, at least professionally, 
it's an investment, both time and money. It absolutely is an investment. Um, you know, like that doesn't just mean like, oh, buy the fancy mic. That's my investment done. Like, no, no, no. Like I, I use the USB mic for the first like year, year and a half, um, booked whatever gigs I could through it, spent my money on classes and, and training and coaching and building demo reels when I was ready, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's been, a, it's been a process and it definitely, you have to have a thick skin and a willingness, a willingness to be vulnerable and to fail. But I think it's very worth it. Um, I just know it's one of those things that there are no, there's no easy route with it. It's going to take time and a lot of crying, <laughs> like <laughs> ho- hopefully crying and like, and they're, you're getting paid to cry because the character is crying. It, t- it turns into that eventually, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, I would say it's, it's a long, it's a long journey. So just be prepared for that, but also just be kind to yourself and uh, trust yourself and, you know, just have fun with it too. <laughs> That's fair. That's some good advice. And, you know, it's okay to cry when nobody can hear you from your padded closet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. In the padded <laughs> closet booth, no one can hear you cry. Exactly. So. <laughs> I love Except that. you, because I'm on mic and I'm talking to you on this right now, but that's fine. That's fair. <laughs> Aside from that. <laughs> yeah, never mind that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do, you, do you have like, or I guess, would you like to tell the listeners what social medias they could follow you on? Yeah, for sure. I am um, at Space Camp GF on um, Instagram and Twitter. Nice. So, okay. Yes. Cool. Yes. My 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 thing with that handle is like a while ago. I was just like, oh, I I wanted to be like Canadian girlfriend, but I'm sadly not Canadian. Oops, I just hit my mic. I'm sadly not Canadian, but I mean it like, oh yeah, like if some some like nerdy guy in middle school. It's like, I totally have a girlfriend. Like you don't know where I met her at space camp. It's like, I'm sure. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So I, just, I was like, great. It's my handle now. Uh, um, and that that's where the Nancy Drew comes in. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I'm just playing. Everybody <laughs> like Nancy Drew. That's oh. so cool. Like your whole career and life is just awesome. Oh I'm, my God. Thank I'm you. Totally envious. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, but that's cool. And, you know, do you have, I mean, you kind of touched on it a little bit before, I'm pretty sure, but uh, would you like to tell anybody about, or if you even can, because, you know, NDAs and stuff, if you have <laughs> something coming out soon? Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about this one because I think the other thing, I don't know when that's coming out. Um, <laughs> but this one I'm very authorized to talk about. Um, I'm going to be in a game called Nighthawks, which if you are into um open world rpgs and vampires do i have the game for you so that's cool yes (laughs) um this is going to be published by wajedai games who did unavowed in the blackwell series but it's a it's stylistically a big departure for them um it's being developed and written by richard cobbett who is more of like a he does a lot of like game reviews and, and things like that but he also wrote um sunless seas and sunless skies those games if anyone knows of those but um so he's a really good writer and it's this really cool vampire rpg where you play as this like just bitten vampire i believe in a world where vampires and humans coexist but kind of like people just became aware that vampires are a thing like i don't know 20 years ago or so i don't know like fairly recently in the in the canon and everyone's kind of like still dealing with that um and it's you trying to run your own nightclub 
um, in this like vampire part of town and the tri- <laughs> the trials and tribulations of that and the quests you go on companions you pick up and all this cool stuff. It's like very open world. Um, I'm in the, de- the demo for that is out right now. It's, it's very short. It was only like 10 minutes just for the Kickstarter. Um, but the demo came out, uh, two years ago. I guess, yeah, I guess like end of 2018. Um, and my character will be returning for the full game. So I'm one of the companions. Mm-hmm. Her name is, uh, Madam Lux and she is this vampire magician. Uh, and she's cool. She's cool as hell. So, <laughs> That's There's that. Awesome. Um, I believe auditions for that for the rest of the voice cast are going to be opening up in May. No, probably earlier. I think they want to record over the summer. So probably in the next couple of months, um, auditions for the rest of the voice cast might open up. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. And I think they're looking to get it done by next year, I think, is the current plan. Um, or maybe end of this year. End of this year, early next year, I think, is the current trajectory on that one. And it's called Nighthawks. So that's cool. <laughs> Nighthawks. That sounds amazing. I'm definitely, <laughs> I, I have, my interest is peaked. <laughs> awesome. Check out the demo. It's it's short, but it's uh, it's fun. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm going to go check that out here in just a little bit. That sounds amazing. <laughs> awesome. Before I do that, I just want to say, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to me and talking to the listeners You've been nothing short of amazing and just so fun and bubbly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. I'm amazed to hear that. I haven't eaten since noon. So <laughs> that's great. I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you. Well, you so. should probably go get you something to eat. <laughs> perhaps. Per- perhaps some some fresh blood, I guess. Yes. Oh, oh my. <laughs> well, again, I, I am. I'm sincerely very thankful that you came on the show. It's been a blast, and you're just you're a great person to talk to. I'd love to have you back after the game comes out for realsies. And awesome, awesome. Know, yeah, no, that'd be great. Ch- yeah, we can <laughs> chat about that, or you know, maybe we can get our mutual friend in, and all of us can just like rag yes. on or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I'm sure there are puzzles you couldn't figure out. Oh wait, that's my last little thing. It's always fun playing playing the game that I'm the protagonist in because um, anytime you like mess up an item combination, she just goes, that doesn't seem very productive to me. And every time I like messed up my own combinations, I'm just like, I'm mocking myself right now. <laughs> so like that would happen when I like watched him and other people play the game on stream. Because like I said, I'm creepy. I'll just like lurk and like watch people play on stream sometimes. It's like <laughs> if I see it on Twitter, I'm like, oh, I'll check this out. Um, the amount of times when like she would just keep repeating like that doesn't seem productive. People be like cursing, like shut up, Vera. I know. And I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. That's great. <laughs> Sorry, but my brief aside, but yes. No, I love um, th- it. This, this was great. Thank you so much for having me on. You are absolutely welcome. And thank you to all the listeners who tuned in to check this out. And we hope that you go and you follow on the social medias and you check out these games and animations and everything. Just, you know, follow along. It's, it's good times. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all I can say is stick around for the next episode and we'll see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all ages, what an amazing show. Thank you for lending an ear and joining us. I'm the host, Ray Rumsey, and if you want to hear more interviews, simply head to anywhere podcasts are heard, Facebook or Twitter, and search The Leo Effects, with an A, not an E. If you'd like to hear me doing silly voices and making a general fool of myself, head over to Shattered Dungeons on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We live stream every Tuesday night. More projects are in the works. For now, stay tuned for more interviews. 
To book yourself as a guest, you can head to theleoeffects.wixsite.com slash podcast or send me an email at theleoeffects at gmail.com. Remember, this has been The Leo Effects, and great shows require great listeners just like you. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.